I want to welcome you to Young Adults Today podcast, where we talk about reaching young adults in our world today. I'm going to toss it over to our hosts, Micah and Josiah Keneally. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're feeling alive right now. Did I steal your line, Josiah? He was excited. He looked like he was going to go first. Well, I'm Micah Keneally. And I'm Josiah Keneally. We're your hosts. We love doing this podcast together. It's called Young Adults Today, where we talk about reaching the next generation in our world today. And uh, we drop new episodes every Monday morning. We want you early on in your week to start off strong, Mm -hmm. to be encouraged. So thanks for joining us on the journey, but also subscribing, rating, Mm -hmm. and sharing this content with others. It'll help us reach more listeners with the message of Jesus and the message of Young Adults Today. And we're joined by our friend Kate. Caleb, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much. I'm so honored to be here and just get to hang out with you guys. And uh, yeah, I'm pumped. We're pumped. Yes. And Caleb and his wife, Stephanie <laughs> Ramsey, they're mm-hmm. um, both actually faith and relationship coaches for young men, for young women. And he and his wife, Stephanie, minister to many through their podcasts, mm-hmm. their books, through a ton of different resources. If you guys are not following them both on Instagram mm-hmm. and you feel like social media is a dark place and you need some encouragement in your feed or you need some inspiration or life or hope, these two are going to help you in your faith, in your life, but also with relationships. So we're going to talk about just that. We know that dating, relationships, Mm -hmm. life, love, um, it's important to God. It's important to us. And so I thought first off, uh, first off, just Caleb, if you want to share some of your journey, how you met Stephanie and just uh, why you became passionate about relationships. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, thank you, man. That that intro, I'm I'm pumped up right now. I'm feeling good. Thank you so much. That's uh man, uh God is doing cool things in the world. That's what I can say. Um yeah, yeah so uh Stephanie and I kind of in a lot of ways fell into this um uh so to speak online through social media and all that. I was a uh teacher for about 10 years. I was always in the education system. Um, part of my story is before all that, I was an athlete and I played college basketball. Basketball was like everything. And I wanted to be a professional athlete Mm. and uh, my senior year going in and it was going to be a big year, had some big games. Um, I hurt my back and that was the end of it. I, I couldn't play anymore. I still have trouble playing sometimes. Um, but you know, God had that journey end and, uh, around that same time, you know, within that three to four day window. Um, that was taken away. My girlfriend of about six years dumped me and started dating one of my best friends, um, or a friend. And, um, and then my grandpa died on my birthday. It was all within like three or four days. It was just like my world boom crashed. And, uh, it it was crazy. And so, um, I ended up doing teaching because that was the comfortable thing, uh, for me, my family were educators and started doing that. And then along the line, uh, God was restoring my heart. Mm-hmm. And I was really trying to seek him and I walk into church one day and I see this angel across the room. I'm a firm believer in love at first sight because man, was I smitten when I saw Stephanie. <laughs> yes. for the first I was like, wow, um... who is that? And, uh, you know, I, I'm also kind of, maybe it doesn't seem that way now, but I'm, I'm pretty shy at first, especially if there's interest. And so I had such a hard time talking to Stephanie uh, for so long. And I actually like recruited my friend, one of my friends, Sarah, to like 
get things going to get to talk to Stephanie so I could be myself. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> and um, and uh, I actually had to wait a year because uh, Stephanie was dating somebody at the time that I met her and had to really wait on God during that season. And a year later, we started hanging out and uh, eventually I was able to ask her out. And Stephanie is one of the greatest gifts um, outside of Jesus that has been yeah. in my life. She changed my life. You know, she was able, God was able to use Stephanie to heal a deep wound um, from the loss of my career. And um, through, you know, her encouraging me to just seek God in all of this, you know, I was able to really find new passions and new things. And so anyway, Stephanie, um, we both were actually teaching at the same school. She has actually a background in marriage and family therapy, a master's degree. And so that's her background. And so that's a lot, a lot of this started. We're very passionate about relationships, you know, investing in our own relationship. And so, um, she sure. decided after a couple of years of, uh, teaching that she was going to venture off in the online space, um, and just do photography. Actually, it wasn't even like relationship stuff and just talking about it, um, talking about her faith intermixed with the photography. And, um, it just started taking off and we were like, okay, what's, what's this whole thing. And eventually in 2019, I was able to quit my job. And now we both work full-time online through social media blessing couples in every step of the relationship journey whether it's like you've never dated somebody to dating engaged married couples we work with married couples that have been married one year or you know some of our couples have been married as long as me and stephanie have been alive and so uh working with them blessing them and uh yeah we get to do what god God's crazy. God has opened so many amazing doors uh, for us. And so we're just blessed to be able to do it together. Wow. Caleb, I love it. Thank you for sharing <laughs> your story. Um, I just think it's important for people to understand, like we all have a story and God reroutes some of those chapters that we think we've landed on. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And then it's like, okay, here's a divine interruption. Wait, what's going to happen? Yeah. So we all have those. And even as pastors, as leaders, as the listener mm -hmm. to know it's not if it's going to happen, it's when, because there's going to be some disruption, you know, in our life um, along the way, whether it's big or feel small, whatever it is. Um, but yes, we believe in marriage. We believe in singleness and taking every opportunity that God's given you in that season, as well mm. as from marriage to kids and retirement and beyond. So Josiah and I've done a little bit of marriage mentoring, as well as the actual marriage mm -hmm. ceremonies. And there is nothing more uh, exciting when it comes to like doing young adult ministry yeah. or reaching people who are, mm. you know, just discovering each other for the first time, discovering those elements of marriage and uncovering those past hurts, hurdles, and hangups that are going to become an elephant in the room if they don't deal with them before they yeah. say, I do, you know? So it's yeah. so fun to hear and see um, your guys' passion for what God is doing, not only in your story, mm. but those stories around. And uh, it sounds like your life was kind of changed around that time of being a young adult. All those things happen within three days. Oh, yeah. The walls come crashing down. And I would just say, um, Caleb, for our listeners today, they're you're the they're young adult leaders, they're ministry yeah. leaders, they're pastors, they're on college campuses, they're trying to build, they're trying to strengthen, they're trying to discover like how do I start something, Lord? And you have an entrepreneurial spirit by this by the sounds of it, as well as a heart for the the follower in Christ. Yeah. And I feel like where where our our lives kind of collide is that passion for young adult ministry to help them be set up for success 30 yeah. years and beyond. And I would just be curious to see or hear 
Caleb, why do you believe that young adult ministry is so vital and important mm. um, in that stage of life from ages maybe 18 to 30? Wow. Yeah. And I just did on everything you said. You know, I think it's amazing that you guys have done so much just to pour into marriages as well as like an addition to your, you know, ministry. And like, what a way to come together, right? And to come together together to do that, I think is amazing. Um, but I think young adult, you know, ministry is so, so powerful. You know, that we think of like the transformative years being those years in like middle school to high school. And, and it is, but like we're in this world with like opportunity at the edge, you know, of our fingertips and everything. And sometimes how we set our path out, it doesn't work that way. Right. Like we, our hearts establish a way, but God determines our steps. Right. And so, um, you know, it's so important to pour into the young adults because, you know, they are going through some of these changes. There's parts of their lives that they're going to be challenged and things aren't going to work out the way that they thought they were going to. My life is completely different than I ever thought. I never thought that I would ever speak to anybody through a camera, much less on another side of the country or any of that, you know? And so God can really shift what we plan into something that goes towards his glory. So really impacting those lives, encouraging them along the way, I think is so, so vital because I wish I had a little bit more encouragement during those years, you know, of, uh, you know, cause I really, I feel like I spent eight or so years with just like no life being spoken into that, you know, wow. and I wish I would have had somebody to come alongside me and like, get it together, dude. Like, come on. Like you got, there's so much going for you. There's so much that God has for you and it's not over. You're only 20 right. something, you know, you're only 22. Like your life isn't over because you hurt your back. Right. You know, um, God has so much more in store, you know, and, and I might not have believed it at the time, but with encouragement, it would have really helped me get to the place I needed to be a little bit sooner. That's so good. That's so true. I agree a hundred percent. And, um, you know, I think of the young adult themselves, really a majority are single. People mm -hmm. are delaying becoming married or parents if they choose to, or if yeah. God has that in their plan and in their hearts mm -hmm. as a desire. But I think that this is really the topic for them. So many mm -hmm. people are single and ready to mingle. And I, I agree from a faith standpoint, Jesus is number one. And from an intergenerational faith community, the opportunity for encouragement, for prayer, right. for wisdom yeah. from mentors, for reverse mentorship, mm -hmm. for all of these possibilities, as well as for godly community. Mm. And um, I love that you kind of fell in love with your wife at church. <laughs> we met at church. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that Amazing. church and, and Christian gatherings, singles ministry, young adult ministries, such a campus ministry, college years, young yeah. adult years. What a great time for us to invest in people mm -hmm. and yeah. um, to encourage them, to offer them hope, to give wisdom, to, to reinvest maybe what's been given yeah. and deposited into us by God and godly community yeah. right. to pass that along to the next generation. So they can see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And yeah, because whether um, or not they're, whether or not they're like explicitly or just like verbally saying they're looking for something like that. They are, you know, they're right. looking, they're, they're desperate because like, there's so many things in this world that can get you down. It's taking people longer to, um, 
get out on their own. It's taking people longer to, you know, make their mark. And so being able to reach them and go to them, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about what we do is because we are literally meeting people where they're at, you Mm -hmm. know, and that, you know, for us is online. And so, you know, whether that's, and then encouraging them to go to places to find community, to find people that will invest in their lives. It is vital because whether or not people say they need it, they need it. And, um, that would be such an encouragement I have for people like that. Mm -hmm. 100%. So good. Spot on. And, you know, for the listener who's maybe single and they're ready to mingle, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like they have that desire that maybe they're as extreme as like, I wish I was married yesterday. Or if Mm. it's just like, ah, I just know that God maybe has more for me and Mm -hmm. I just desire this. And I've always wanted a wife or a husband or a spouse, mm-hmm. or just to be married, to start a family. Like, what would you say to that person in their season of waiting? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's such, you know, I get my DMS are full of that full of I'm lonely. I, I want my person, you know, I want somebody to share this life with, what do I do in this season? And my heart just goes out because it, literally it's like tens of not hundreds of day that I get constantly and people reaching out. And so what I would say to people like that is um, number one, where, where are you going for your source? Like what is your source in this season? What are you going to like when that is the most important thing to you, when finding a person is the most important thing to you, even if you have a person, if that's the most important thing to you, you're going to be let down, right? That's no matter what that is, not the place to be putting your worth. And so my encouragement would be is to make God your source um, and not look at God as not being good because he's not giving you what you want now, but looking at God as good and with you now and the good things that he can do in this season. Um, You know, there's that verse that like talks about, you know, in a desert, God can make a highway, right? A highway to like what he has for you. And so I just want to tell people, don't waste the waiting. You know, the waiting is such a powerful season that God can do so much. I wasted so many years, guys, like so many years wasted on going to things because I was hurting and wanting a person. I was going to things that I never thought I would go to. And so in that season, I wish that I'd been like, okay, God, I'm going to you first, number one thing. Mm -hmm. And he's going to be my source. Where is my foundation? Because now that's a, that's just like an essential part of my life. As I've grown as a person, like I go to God first because that is my foundation. I need that. Cause once I open my phone, once I open whatever it is, comparison kicks in, the loneliness kicks in, the lies of the enemy kick in immediately. And so what do I need first? I need to go to God first. And mm-hmm. secondly, my thing is like, don't wait to start living your life. Right. You know, like don't wait for another person to just like bring your worth and bring you happiness. Like go live it now, go do the things that like you would want to do with somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, Oh, I want to go and do like hiking or I want to go do this. Like go do that. And then when that person comes, bring them along, take them to that adventure. And so my thing is, is like, live the life, the abundant life God has for you is right now. And we have access to that right now in this time. God wants nothing more than just to be with you in this season because he loves you. And so I just think 
we as people and that and it can be in any season we get so focused on like the next thing that we forget how good and abundant and loving and gracious our father is in every season and Mm -hmm. in the moment and i think there's so much power in that and if they're looking and ready to mingle go to the places that you would want to find that person right like if you know your girl is the girl you want is you know a church going girl that loves god not go to church get involved in church serve in church go to places where those kind of people are hanging out you know you can't just like hold up in your room and for girls like where are those guys at? What are those guys looking mm-hmm. for? And don't change yourself, but put yourself out there. And um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are waiting for it to like fall into their lap. Mm-hmm. And there's so much they can do to take action right. to go and almost capture what you know God has in that season. So, so that would be my encouragement. That's so good. I think many women that I've come across when I've just mentored the last 10 years is like, they have this desire, they have this dream, they have this passion and it's yeah. over, it's consuming every element of, of who they are. And it, it yeah. prohibits. And I, I look at it, does it slow the process down of you one becoming the person God wants you to be, but two meeting that person, because when, yeah. like you said, like the source, like who's your source, what is your source? And the only source yeah. that satisfies is Jesus himself is God himself yeah. is you having a personal relationship with him. And when we as humans start putting a dream, a desire, whatever on the throne of our heart, we take Christ yeah, off yeah. relationship, man, man, where is wow. he? Where is he? Yeah. And we go back into a room, just wondering, is he the one? Is she the one? Da, da, da. Like you drive yourself crazy. Yeah. And my prayer for any listener who maybe is in that season of like, where are they? You know, and they're frustrated. I would say two things. One, start praying that God would tame that desire and dream in your mm. heart. Because if you're struggling with eyes wandering now, that's not going to change when you find that person. So mm-hmm. that would start praying for Lord, tame this desire in my heart to give me eyes for them alone. So Caleb, Amen. you already alluded to it. Like when I walked into the room, boom, Stephanie caught my eye. Yeah, And that was my prayer for Josiah. Cause God had given me a vision of my future spouse. And it was Come Josiah on. who I did not know. So I started journaling, Mm. praying, fasting, all these different things for my future spouse, living a state away, not knowing he was in Minnesota. And when I saw him, I shook his hand. God, God said, yes, like, yep, he's the one. He didn't say yes. He said, yep. And I remember looking at him like, you're the guy for my dream. But I did not say, oh my gosh, you're the guy for my dream. Like never said that to the Lord in prayer because he was my source. My Mm. team was, my heart was being tamed and I was praying that okay, Lord, if Josiah is the one, he needs to be in a season to see. And I want him to have eyes for me alone and vice versa. So I would just encourage a listener who's like, feels like they're running crazy in their mind and brain and hormones and anything and everything else that go along with that is to recognize kind of what Caleb said, who's my source? Am I praying, taking my untamed heart to the Lord to be tamed, Mm. to reel in anything in me that save, should be saved for marriage <laughs> for yeah. one person, right? And seeking that yeah. out with them, for them, experience with them. And then, um, yeah, so just good. taking that time to really just soak in the season that you're in. Because yeah. if God does not put dreams in our heart to tease us, he he puts those dreams in our heart. So we st- like we we stay steadfast and focus on him. And yeah. one thing, if you are married, I don't know why it's came to me, but if you are married and you have been praying for that spouse and you have that spouse, have you been praying for them daily? Like you once did when you wanted them before you had them. 
Come on. Yeah. I think for me, I was praying for three years diligently throughout the day, but my conviction or my thought is, have I been, or am I thanking God for who I have now, which is just what I've been praying for yeah. each and every single day. Am I blessing yeah. him? Am I cursing him? Am I encouraging him? Um, am I recognizing his love language? Is he running on empty? Am I running on empty? And it's just realizing like you waited 30 years to be with this somebody. Now they're here. Are you still thanking God for them and upholding wow. that prayer? Yep. And I Absolutely. think for the listener, I think that's a good challenge for me that came to my head and heart while you were talking, Caleb, is because mm. we get that, what's next. We want the house. Let's go pray and circle the neighborhood, Josiah. We yeah. did, you know, and we got the house. Now the house is here. Then it was kids. And it's like, now what is it? You know, and it should yeah. be, now what is it? It should be, wow, thank you, Lord, of what you've done. What yeah. else do you have in store for us that we have not even been praying about? Or yeah. the end of the forgotten of the desert, like you created wow. a way when there was no way. So mm. I don't want to ramble right there, but I love that, that comes to mind as you're just talking, Caleb. Of I don't know. That's how are we? That's so good. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's so so good. I, you know, I love that you brought that up because that just got me thinking about some more things as well. Of just like once you get married, in a lot of ways, that's when the battle really begins, right? You know, like yeah. that's that part of like where we're. God, in a lot of ways, uses marriage to like make us more holy, right? It oh, exposes yeah. so much about us, you know, in this intimate relationship. And so, like what you were also saying, Michael, before of just in that waiting season, you know, are you praying for your future spouse? Are you taking care of what you need to take care of before you get married? Because right. anything you don't take care of is baggage you're taking into the marriage, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that was one thing that I, you know, I had so much to work on, you know, like my wife didn't marry a man, she married a boy and I had to like really work on becoming a man, right? And um, I think that so many people are so focused on the future that they could, they miss out on like, you know, what is that future wife? What is that future husband that I'm praying for that I'm like asking for? What do they deserve? Mm -hmm. Who do they deserve me to be right. in this? Not necessarily of like, I need to be a different person, but what's the best version of who God calls me to be for that person? Right. And, you know, in marriage, again, that brings out of like, you got to start investing in your marriage right away and really mm -hmm. pouring in your marriage right away, praying for your spouse, continuing to pray mm -hmm. for your spouse, that they continue are refined by God and, um, encouraging them. That's so good. I love what you said about that. Yeah. On a, you know, similar note, I think that's something that God's just been teaching Micah and um, teaching myself as well. And we, we want to be lifelong learners, right? Like let's yeah. activate right. a growth mindset and just turn sponge mode on like Holy spirit. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. wanting to absorb every drop of every ounce that you will pour out. Right. And I just want to learn and right. I want to grow and I want God you to download mm -hmm. and renew my mind. And so with that in mind, like Caleb, what would you say that God's maybe been teaching you mm -hmm. or you That's and good. Stephanie recently? Oh man. You know, uh, we've, we've gone through a really hard year, um, in our lives. You know, there's been a lot of transition, um, there was a loss of our, you know, our babies. We had a miscarriage back in April of our twin boys. Um, I'm sorry. And just, uh, just a, and we had been praying so long for that. And, um, you know, God has been really teaching me that he gives us enough for today. And um, sometimes when you're faced with difficulties and when you're faced with like 
what seems insurmountable in front of you, you know, where is my person? Or for me, you know, what is the next step in our business? Or what's the next step in this? You know, what book am I going to write down the road or whatever it is? Um, you know, are we ever going to have living children mm-hmm. and praying? And I think right now God is teaching me like to want him more than wanting whatever else that is mm-hmm. wanting his presence. And so like, there's been almost like a change in my prayer life of just like, instead of asking even necessarily for anything of just asking for more of him. Wow. And, in that I'm experiencing more of everything. And that's been such a massive change in my life and, and knowing that he gives me enough for today. I don't have to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. He gives me enough. He gives me a lot of love and hope and joy for today. And that's such a beautiful thing to live life in a sense of one day at a time, mm-hmm. knowing that God is establishing my steps going forward and the dreams he's put on my heart. Like he doesn't put something on you that he doesn't plan to fulfill in his way and in his timing. And so um, knowing that in the season is big. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Caleb, thank you for going there and just being real because I think a lot of our listeners are in very similar seasons. Mm -hmm. They're in it or they're coming out of it, or maybe they're just entering it. And it's a storm of family planning. It's the expectations that we have, for God or the dreams that we have and how we think they should be mm-hmm. fulfilled. So I just want to say thank you for being vulnerable and being honest um, and just being real with our us and our listeners. So we're sorry about your your twin boys, but mm. you know what? We're going to be praying for you, coming alongside thank you in the way that we can. And just to know that God can, can use any and all things, like our past, our mm. hurts, our hurdles, our hangups, um, to encourage those around, even when it hurts yeah. like heck inside of us still. So yeah. yes. Go ahead. Amen. Come back to something too that I think it's been a theme in our conversation of like today, right? It's like this moment Mm -hmm. and we might be waiting on a promise that God's put in our heart. It might be waiting for that job or that marriage or the, you know, whatever's next waiting for the future. And one thing that I think you said, Caleb was like, not to waste our weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't waste our waiting. And I just want to come back to that for a second because it's while we wait, God's working. While yeah. we work, God's working. And he, mm-hmm. I, I love this. A college professor of mine, Jeff Grinnell, he once said, like, that he pictured we are on earth, like almost like playing checkers, or we see a checkerboard. Yeah. But there's like this heavenly dimension mm-hmm. and from above, it's like, God's actually playing chess is kind yeah. of how, you know, he pictured yeah. it. I was like, yeah, a light bulb went off. Like, whoa, God's yeah. doing so many things behind the scenes that we don't even see. We don't always feel, right. but we don't want to waste our waiting and to waste today because today is what we have as a gift mm. in this present moment. Right. And yeah. one of the things that Micah did that I just think could encourage the listener um, when, before we, I didn't know this by the way, till we got married, but while, before we were even dating, we were friends, we were growing, like God had given her that vision and Mm -hmm. she started journaling. Mm -hmm. And on the night of our wedding, she handed me a box and it was like her heart on pages. Some of them had like tears or mascara stains. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And uh and I got to like know you, Micah, so much better. Wow. Yeah your heart on pages. Mm -hmm. And I remember we were a brand new married couple and like Micah felt called by God to write a book and it was going to be leather bound. And we didn't have a ton of resources, but I really wanted to support her in this dream. And so we turned to Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? How can I forget? And so (laughs) Kickstarter, the way it worked at the time, I think it still works this way. is like, you need backers and you either, it's all or nothing, either the project's funded or it's not. You set the goal, the amount and the timeline. And I think ours came down to like New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, 2018. Yep. Um, like 2017 into 2018 and it was successful mm-hmm. and it launched and it was this idea that Micah had had from God mm-hmm. of like worth the wait. Mm-hmm. And so now those mm-hmm. journals are on our website and stuff, but I just think of that idea mm-hmm. while you're waiting and becoming the person that God's called mm-hmm. you to be conforming to his image. Right. Don't waste wow. the wait. Like God's plan is worth the wait. And why not start a journal? Why not start praying, becoming the person, right. falling more in love with God, growing in community, growing in his word, journaling, fasting, all of those things. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you if you're listening and you feel like you don't have that encouragement that you need, like our prayer is that God will bring it Yeah, and that yeah. you waste your weight. Yeah. Mm. Or if you're fearful, I think one thing my brother-in-law taught me when I was in a season of just complete frustration when it came to singleness, not knowing where God was calling me. I feel like I was at a crossroads with life and decisions. And he looks at me, he goes, Micah, fear is putting faith in the enemy. So mm-hmm. what's your faith? Um, and it's not like you're not being faithful or you're not filled with faith. It was like, no, you're being fearful of something that God's wow. already spoken to you. And don't sit there on the fear or the lie or the comparison or whatever you start spiraling down into. Right. But yeah. it was fears putting faith in the enemy. And I'm like, that's so good. So I tap on yeah. hey, fears, putting faith in the enemy, but worry is wasted prayer. So yeah. if we're fearful of not finding the one or we're mm-hmm. worrying that we're not going to find the one turn that fear into, you know, a mission that God has given you to mm-hmm. live your best life as a single person. Because I love what Caleb even said. Don't stop living to wait for somebody because that person, if you want to go hiking, the person that God has maybe for you might be on the hiking trail. But if you're (laughs) going to sit in your room and be like, okay, Lord, just bring the person in. I trust you. Okay. Let's get real. Like they're not going to whimsically just come flying through your door with, you know, wind in their hair and everything else. It's like, we need to be gritty people and we need to be people who are taking things to prayer. So Let's not be fearful. Let's not be worrisome, but let's trust God. But let's yeah. become the person that we need to become in the process of wow. whatever season yeah. we're in. Because Caleb, you already said it. And this is somebody that is um, in our life. And um, she had said, worry or not worry. Marriage will teach you how to be selfless. Uh, but if you want to become more like Christ, have children. Mm. So you may become selfless in your marriage and then you have children and you realize still how ugly you are. You're like, wow, I'm becoming more like Christ. Like mm. it's a journey and we're yeah. not going to arrive, you know, right? Yeah. So we're always yeah. becoming something and we want to become the best version of yeah. God's designed us to be and freely experience that. And um, Caleb, we've come to uh, the five and five. Okay. Our fun challenge and a shift of our convo right here. Let's get it. Okay. So I added a new one on here because you guys are married um, and you love marriage. So I, I switched it to this. <laughs> Start with is that, that one. one? Fun? Oh, okay. So fun. Okay. Start Caleb, this is, this is um, an unexpected question that you were not expecting and neither was I, All good. but here's one of five. If Stephanie could throw away or get rid of an object that you own, what does she despise that 
you think she would get rid of right away? No. Uh, that white she, pair of boat shoes, that ugly no. park lounger. <laughs> you know, like for a while, I mean, I guess this would be it, but I, I don't know because she doesn't complain about the things that I have. I would say maybe my sport card collection, maybe that would be gone. Ooh. I don't know. Tyler, you there can was be a season on a gold mine. You never That's know. That's the thing. It was the season that I was building like a business on the side with all of that. So uh, maybe that's it. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. I hope you don't have to get rid of it because I like, I'm getting back into baseball cards as well. As a hey, little... there you go. We can talk so... about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my get... gosh. Hey, how about this? If your phone Ooh. didn't make a ringtone, but it made a smell tone, it could be an essential oil, but oh, okay. you like your phone okay. dinged. And instead of buzzing ring or a ding, it like emitted a smell. What smell would you choose? I'd probably choose like coffee. I, I love like a coffee shop smell. Like in the morning when I'm making it, it smells so good. So maybe that. But then again, there might be some circumstances that you don't want coffee smells. So that's right. yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a funny question. I like that one. <laughs> he thinks of bizarre things. But I love it. You thought that was a curveball. Here's the actual curveball. This is question number three. Yeah. If you could ask Josiah and I a question, any mm. question under the sun, what would that be today? Wow. Shoot. What would you say um, has been like the biggest blessing about being married to each other? Hmm. You want to go first? Yeah. I'm similar to you, Caleb, in that I'm married up and I'm similar in that I believe that outside of my walk with Jesus, that Micah is a treasure. She is the greatest <laughs> blessing. And um, I think for me, just the words that she's spoken over me are profound. And so like built into our home, we live together. We didn't live together before we got married. So yeah. like in built it from, for me going from single and then moving in, we get, we get married and it's like, Whoa, I have like built in encouragement. We have built in deep conversations. She yeah. like, um, intensely curious in a great way. Like she'll yeah. ask me great questions. And I think the other hidden blessing is Mike is like a, a treasure chest in that I'm still learning so much about yeah. her. We've been married over five years. Come on. And so like, <laughs> I never want to stop learning or pursuing, just understanding her and growing. Keep that, that might not ever happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I would say what's the biggest blessing. Oh man. I would say getting to do life with your best friend. And, and on okay. top of that, one thing that I realized when we were engaged, we were not yet married that I loved was the fact that we got, we worshiped together. We would go to church mm. and to have a, um, a best friend, a future spouse in that season, somebody that I'm engaged to worship alongside me in a church setting and not be ashamed of expressing their love for Christ or keep me a secret or act like we're not together or any of those different things. I think mm. that there's, there's such a blessing to know that when you're on the battlefield of working for the Lord and building his kingdom. Like you have something that has your back. I know God always has our back, but I would say like, you have like your teammate who's like, yeah. I got your six, I got your six. You know? <laughs> so I just yeah. love the fact that we get to do life together and mm. 
when you do life together and when you work together, sometimes you don't realize how much you take for granted. So I would be, I'm, I'm just challenging myself of just like, what am I taking for granted? Kind of goes back to what have I been overlooking because I've been inward focused. So I think just doing life with your best friend and working with your best friend, it has, you know, it has its challenges of yeah. dynamics of how we lead or how we process, but we always come back down to, mm. this is the mission that God has us on. Yeah. Christ is at the center of it. He's the chief cornerstone. And we just, we don't have to do life together. We choose to do life together. Wow. And when I you love choose that. each other mm. each day, like that's the biggest blessing when you, you, you know, there's no, my imagination doesn't have to be concerned or I don't have to be concerned about Josiah on so many different levels because we're just so open and honest and upfront and yeah. he's just living a holy life. So that's, I think so that's good. One of the most encouraging things. I love that guys. Yeah. I really, I really appreciate both your answers. You know, I can see and feel the love and I love what you said at the end of their mic. And I feel like you both do this and it's like, we choose each other. Mm-hmm. Right? You guys choose each other each mm-hmm. and every single day. And I can see the blessing that it's been on both of you, even in this talk and just like talking with you guys this time. It's, it's amazing. Keep at it. I love it. Awesome. Mm. Well, thank you, Caleb. So encouraging. And back to question four. Question four is a fun one. Get it. Uh, So you guys are content creators. You are resource machines and your website is chock (laughs) full of just downloadable resources. You could, and we'll link those in the show notes, by the way, for the Mm -hmm. listener, if you are are diving into just like you want a devotional or you want to grow more in your faith Mm -hmm. and in this aspect of relationship, I think that uh, Caleb and Stephanie can be great guides along the journey too. But Caleb, if you could offer the listener one piece of like a resource, what would you want to make available to them? Or if you could point them in one direction, like what's, what's the place that you just want to bless them with or encourage them? Like, are you meaning from like a resource they can go get or yeah. like just yeah. specifically like knowledge? Like, I don't, We'll come back to knowledge for the question, but this <laughs> okay, one's like okay. a tangible resource uh, that you want you know, to put in their hands. A couple things that you know we have that I think are just valuable. Um, one of the things is I just came out with like just a very basic, you know, Bible reading where to start course, and it's just five days to start a habit. Um, and that's one of our resources. It's super inexpensive and just the resource for people to have. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is no matter where you're at in your relationship, we got something for you. And so um, all of our free devotionals are just go grab it, start reading and dive in, you know, five day um, to one or two day kind of things. Um, and those are everywhere on our website and on our social medias. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, we've come to five in five. You're doing great so far. Fifth one. Here we go. If you could leave a listener with one word of encouragement today, Mm. how would you encourage them? Whether they're single, dating, Mm. married, engaged, doesn't matter. What word do you have for them today? Mm. Um, My biggest encouragement is that God made you uniquely you and God made you uniquely you for a purpose. And, and he made you uniquely you, um, for his plan. And so I just want people to know that God loves them so much. And it might feel like some of the things about them um, aren't 
something that they think are a strength, but like God can use any part about you and your story. And just because you might feel like your story is not good enough or your background is not good enough, no matter what it is, God can do anything with your life as long as you are walking in obedience and just giving it to him. And so my encouragement is like, God made you the way you are with the story and with the background that he has for you. And he has such bigger plans. And Mm. the only thing that can get in the way of God's plan for your life is you. The devil can't do it. No one else can do it. You have the power to just like fully capture what God has for you. And so that would be my encouragement for somebody. So good. Incredible. Caleb, so grateful for you as a brother, <laughs> as a friend, as just a, a co-laborer and somebody who's passionate about relationships, believes in the next generation and is offering the hope and encouragement that you probably and others wish that they had in this mm. season of life of young adulthood. And so we just want to say thanks for your time and your investment oh, into this community. I'm so honored that you guys would have me. I'm blessed by this time. I'm encouraged. I feel like I can go conquer the world right now. And you guys are, you guys are such a blessed thing. I, we should do like a zoom double date soon with my wife and you guys. That'd be, that'd yes, be great. I actually wrote that down. I like relationship combos and I wrote your names. That's so funny. Let's get it. Confirmation. Yeah. Confirmation. Hey, let's do it. I love it. Um, man. And if one more time, if you're listening, you want to find out more about Caleb Rose, his wife, Stephanie and their resources that they have on life and devotionals and your faith and your relationships. Be sure to check it out in the show notes. And until next time, this is Josiah and Micah saying talk soon. God bless. Thanks for listening to today's conversation on the Young Adults Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm all wired up right now Plug me in I'm getting charged up Right now, yeah